Respected elders and beloved of Islam, all peace is due to Allah Rabbul Izzat, God of infinite grace and mercy, has blessed us with His great wealth. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah keep us upon Iman, may Allah ta'ala make us die and leave this world upon Iman, and may Allah ta'ala resurrect us in such a condition that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us. Respected elders and brothers, after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala having blessed us with Iman, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a very, very special favor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed us upon us a very, very great ni'mat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us from amongst the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْلِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the believers a very very special favor by sending Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to us. Friends and elders, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves his ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so much that despite being the last nation to come upon the surface of this earth, it is a special favor from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be the first to be entered into Jannah. This is the best ummah and the most noble ummah in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a special favor and the Sahaba understood this. They had such great and such intense love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that they gave their lives and they left no stone unturned in their love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One, the greatest person of this ummah after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu in many, many times in his life, he displayed and showed his love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And his love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cannot be best by any other person. On the occasion of the hijrah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was departing, Makkah al-Mukarrama, and going towards Madinah Munawwara. And when they go to the cave, Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, before, Allowing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam into the cave, Hazrat Abu Bakr first goes to the cave and cleans it out and whatever holes were there, he covered it up with some pieces of cloth. But if you, one hole remained, Hazrat Abu Bakr first goes into the cave and thereafter he asks Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to come in. Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu covers that one hole that was in the cave with his heel. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam places his Mubarak head upon the lap of Hazrat Abu Bakr and Nabi Akareem falls asleep in this condition. Whilst they were in the cave, a scorpion came and began biting at the heel of Hazrat Abu Bakr But such was his love for Rasulullah that he did not disturb Rasulullah But tears began flowing down the cheeks of Hazrat Abu Bakr and it fell onto the Mubarak forehead of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
Nabi Akareem صلى الله عليه وسلم thereafter woke up and inquired from Hazrat Abu Bakr what is the matter Hazrat Abu Bakr explained what is happening and thereafter Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم applies his Mubarak saliva upon the heel of Hazrat Abu Bakr and he was healed from this wound of his and as they were continuing on this journey also Suraka bin Malik had come really really close in attacking them and Hazrat Abu Bakr began crying and he was fearful and he turned after that Rasulullah inquires from Abu Bakr what is the matter Hazrat Abu Bakr says the Lord of you of Allah I was not fearful for my own self for my own safety but I feared for the safety of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam such was their love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam many years later when in the sixth year after Hijrah, when Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba wished to enter Makkah al-Mukarramah to perform Umrah and they were denied Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu thereafter goes and to try and negotiate with the leaders of the kuffar to allow the Muslims to enter Bakat al-Mukarramah and thereafter he goes and visits his cousin so his cousin his pants was above his ankles in between the knee and his ankles so he looks at him and he says then what is the matter with you why are you dressed in this manner that time it was uh, to have the pants below the ankles was regarded as something of honor and pride so he looks at him and says that why are you dressed in this manner and he advises him that now you're going to meet with the leaders of the kuffar and you have a goal in mind and that is to negotiate safe entry into Makkah al-Mukarramah to perform Umrah perhaps because of you being dressed like this they might not allow you entrance but Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu he was firm upon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he was not ready to forsake the sunnah and the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at any given juncture Hazrat Urwa bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu who at that time has yet accepted Islam he now goes to observe the Sahaba and meet with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and after he observes them and he comes back and he tells the leaders of the Kuffar and the leaders of the Quraysh that I have come back from such a group of people who have such respect for their leader Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I have visited other kingdoms and I have visited other kings I have visited Kaysar and Kisra the, the, the kings of Rome the kings of Persia I visited Najashi the king of Abyssinia but I have not seen any type of respect as the respect that the Sahaba had shown to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam such was the respect for and love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that no saliva left the mouth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam except that it was grabbed into the palm of a sahabi who thereafter applied it upon his body Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he made wudu no drop of water left the Mubarak body of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam except that a sahabi grabbed that droplet of water and applied it upon himself such was the respect of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that any command Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had given they were ready and hasty in carrying out their command such was the love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that out of respect for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they did not look directly at the Mubarak face or stay at the Mubarak face of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they did not make eye contact with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but they kept their head, head, heads down
down in humbleness and out of respect for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Such was the respect that the Sahaba had shown to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. One Sahabi, Hazrat Zayn bin Dafina radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was captured by the kuffar, and thereafter he was taken to Makkah al-Mukarramah, and he was about to be executed. But prior to being executed, Abu Sufyan, who had not accepted Islam at the time, mocks him and tells him that would you rather prefer that your master, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, be in your place and you'll be safe with your family at home. So he says that I cannot bear a corn pleating Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and I be in any condition that I cannot bear a corn even pleating Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Leave alone Nabi Akhirullah being in his place, the situation that he's currently facing, that he's about to be executed. But such was his love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he cannot even bear a corn pleating Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he enjoyed any other condition. Abu Sufyan also says that I have not seen any group of people showing love and respect to their master like the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Friends and elders, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us on the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is a special favor from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is our requirement? What is our requirement as a moment of time? Friends and elders, it is to adhere upon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qul in kuntum tuhibboon Allah, fattabi'uni. We claim we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we claim we love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our requirement is to bring about the life of Rasulullah. Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam into our lives. Follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam each and every aspect of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to come into our lives in every moment, in every aspect of our life. Friends and elders, the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, they had such love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they had such love for the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One Sahabi comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he asks Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when is Qiyamah, at the Sa'a, when is Qiyamah? So Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replies with a question that what have you prepared for it? What have you prepared for Qiyamah? So the Sahabi mentions that I have not prepared anything extra, anything more special, any extra, nothing ibadat, etc. But I have this much in me that I love Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more than anything that is beloved to me. More than anything, I love Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the most. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells him that anta ma'man ahbabta that you will be resurrected, you will be raised on the day of Qiyamah with whom you love. Hazar Aisha mentions that once one person came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and tells Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they know Nabi of Allah. When we are with you, when we are Mubarak company, we love to be in your Mubarak company and we enjoy your Mubarak company. And thereafter, we go home and be busy with our families. And thereafter, when the thought comes of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that we have this restlessness. And what does he mean? He means that he would love to spend every moment that he could in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's restless at how he can come back and spend time in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And thereafter, he tells Rasulullah sallallahu 
sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this thought has come to me, that one day is going to come, when I will have to leave this world, and all the days going to come, when the beloved of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, will also have to leave this world. And this grieves me a lot, that owner of Allah, you are going to enjoy the highest rank in Jannah, you will be by the other Ambiya, and you will not you will be separated from you thereafter, you will not enjoy your company. So Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not reply immediately, but thereafter Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam calls him and tells him, he says the ayat of the Qur'an, وَمَنْ يُتِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ عَدَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالصَّالِقِينَ That the person who obeys Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then in the day of Qiyamah, and Jannah, he will be with whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored upon. The Anbiya, the Shuhada, the pious ones, the martyrs, the truthful ones, he will be with them. So Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala mentioned that we were not pleased more than we were pleased when we heard this, that a person will be with whom he loves, a person will be with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Jannah. So friends and elders, we are the ummatis of this ummat of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have the lifestyle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Akareem sallam mentioned the hadith, man ahabba sunnati faqad ahabba me. Then what is defined and what is classified as a love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? We claim to be Ashik lovers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is defined as being an Ashik of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? What is defined as being a true lover of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? To love and to adhere upon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Sahaba, they did not understand any sunnah to be inferior or small. But the, mo- the mere fact that it was a practice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they brought it about into their lives. Unfortunately, today we find that we ask Christians that is this sunnah, is this fard, is this wajib, etc. And we leave it out on account of being sunnah. But the Sahaba, the mere fact that it was sunnah, and it was the life of Rasulullah, in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they brought it about in their lives. If a police officer has to walk into the masjid, they will not have to introduce himself. He will be in full uniform. And like that, we will understand who he is. And we will understand why he has come here. And like that, any other person in their field, if they had their uniform, perhaps a paramedic, whatever other person it might be, a pilot, etc., he will not have to introduce himself. It is already displayed in his outer appearance, in his, in his uniform. We are Ashik of Rasul, we are lovers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we are the ummatis of the of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is upon us also to carry about the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in each, each aspect of our life. And it should be an honor to carry about the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Salman Farsi, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, in all believers comes and mocks him and says that your Nabi is even teaching you how to go and relieve yourself. And finding fault in this, which Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught, the sunnah of istinja, sunnah of, 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 of carrying out the amal of istinja, of, of this action of uh, relieving yourself, he found fault in it. So Hazrat Salman Farsi, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was not apologetic about it, but rather he found this as an honor. Yes, my Nabi has even taught us how to relieve ourselves also. 
every aspect of our life has been taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And no, no aspect of our life has been left uncovered. Every aspect of our life has been taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And we are proud followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We are proud ummatis of Muhammad Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Friends and elders, we are ummatis, not restricted to any time, not restricted to any month of the year. Be it Rabiul Awal, be it Muharram, or be it the month of Ramadan, or be it Rajab that is not very far off now. We are not only Ummatis at that time, but we are Ummatis of this Ummat of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whoever, wherever, however, we are proud Ummatis of the Ummat of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it is our responsibility, not only in the month of Rabiul Awal or any other month of the year, but it is our responsibility to adhere to the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in each moment and each aspect of our life. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the true Realization of practicing upon the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and bringing about the complete Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in totality to our lives. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه صلاة وسلام الدائمين المدامين مع الأولون والآخرون أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم نفسي بتقوى الله وقد فاز المتقون ويقول الله عز وجل لقد جاءكم رسول من أنفسكم عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف الرحيم فإن تولوا فقل حسبي الله لا إله إلا عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كل أمتي يدخلون الجنة إلا من أبا قيل ومن يأبى 
ثم يا رسول الله قال من اطاعني فقد دخل الجنه ومن عصاني فقد ابى وكما قال صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بما فيه من الايات والذكر الحكيم اقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي ما فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على ازواجي وذريتي قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه واشدهم في امر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه واقضاهم عليه رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وكل صحابه اجمعين الله الله في اصحابه لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعده من احبهم فبحبه احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر بنصير محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم واخزل من خزل بنصير محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم اللهم ربنا لا تجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمهم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون Filling the gaps, standing shoulder to shoulder, ensuring that your heels are aligned.
Allahu Akbar Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawm Al-Din سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غفاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا الله
السلام عليكم ورحمه الله السلام عليكم ورحمه الله الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا قيمه للمتقين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اللهم انا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أحسن عقبتنا في الأمور كلها واجلنا من خزي الدنيا وعذاب القبر وعذاب الآخرة اللهم أنت السلام وأنت السلام تبارك ربنا ذو الجلال والإكرام سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين